0: Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at CWCBayarea.com for service times and directions. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 3 through 4. I stood before you. Uh, this is Apostle Paul speaking. I stood before you feeling inadequate, filled with reverence for God, and trembling under the sense of the importance of my words. The message I preached on how I preached, it was not on an attempt to sway you with persuasive arguments, but to prove to you the almighty power of God's Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. God, we thank you because your word is powerful. Your word brings life and your word transforms. Let your word accomplish its will today. In Jesus name. Amen. All right. You may be seated. in our opening text, uh, the Apostle Paul makes an interesting confession. And just let me just before we get to that, let's just talk about Apostle Paul for a moment. Uh, the Apostle Paul is one of the greatest um, apostles and if not men of God that we see in the Bible. Uh, the Apostle Paul uh, was used um, mightily by God, one of the greatest missionaries, uh, powerful man, uh, he didn't even have to pray for you. He could just uh, touch a handkerchief, and uh, if somebody would would touch it, they would get healed. Just he wouldn't even pray. He just would touch it. So people would bring you know their handkerchiefs or the aprons uh, to him, and he would just touch it, and um, they would take it back to family members, and they would uh, they would get healed. And um, you know, in the book of Acts, we read how you know one time he got bit by a poisonous snake. You ever read that? Gets bit by a snake. And it latches onto his arm, and he just shook it off. And they were waiting for him to die, but he didn't die. That's a bad dude right there, right? When you don't get affected by snakes, when when people get healed just by you touching things. And uh, this dude was, he was a bad dude. He was an amazing man, powerful. What's interesting, though, is when we read in, in, in Corinthians, he makes this, this confession about struggling with inadequacy. Now, it's, it's interesting to me that you can be so powerful and accomplish so much for God, but you can still struggle with inadequacy. Your accomplishments and, and how much money you have, how much success you have, <clears throat> those things do not remove inadequacy in your life. You can have it all together, but yet still feel like you don't have enough. And the Apostle Paul here is dealing with a situation when... And he's talking about a situation back in his life when he felt inadequate. Now, everyone deals with inadequacy at some point in life. What's the, the definition in the dictionary? Number one, it's the fact that something is not good enough or it's too small... In amount. Number two, it's a lack of confidence that makes you feel unable to deal with a situation. You ever feel like you have a lack of confidence um, that makes you unable to deal with a situation? I may have ever felt like that before. Like five people. All right. We, okay. A little bit more. Some of y'all got, got it all together, right? You're all that. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk to the inadequate folks today because we are all messed up. I'm, that's me too. We don't got it together. We got some weaknesses, right? All right. So it's also the idea of not measuring up. It's the idea of not measuring up, the idea of of not having enough. So you ever feel like you don't measure up? Huh? You ever feel like maybe you're not smart enough, you're not gifted enough, you're not talented enough. You, you ever feel like you don't measure up maybe as a student, if you're in school, you don't measure up as a as a parent. You don't measure up as a, as a husband or a wife. You don't measure up. Maybe if you're a leader, you don't measure up as a leader, maybe a coworker. There's things in your life and you feel like you don't measure up to it. You don't measure up spiritually You ever feel like you're just not a good enough Christian. Ever feel like you know you, you don't measure up financially, like like you you don't have enough? Anybody ever grow up on broke street, huh? Living that broke street, living that broke street long enough, you, you have a broke mentality, right? Feel inadequate, you know, and then you start feeling weird around people that have more money than you. How many know what I'm talking about? Man, that's how I felt as a kid growing up all the time. My kids are blessed; they got like you know, a few pairs of shoes. When I was a kid, I had one pair of shoes that had to last me the whole year. And I'll tell you one, thing, don't, don't feel bad, Mom. It's all right. Mom, Mom was a single parent. It's all right. Do not worry. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I got a lot of shoes now. I like shoes because I didn't have shoes. You know? But when, when, when you're living on that broke street, you got to make them shoes last the whole year. So, you, you know, we had we use super glue or oh, we, we, you know, we use tape, tape those shoes. Ever walk to school and your, your shoes are talking back at you. They're just flapping because the soles They just fall apart. It's living on that broke street. Right. It's tough. Feel inadequate. You get around school. They laugh at your shoes. Just like these are just my school shoes. I don't wear my good ones. We used to lie because, you know, when we were kids, we had free lunch. Anybody ever had that? You had to deal with that? Remember back in the day you had free lunch? Everybody got free lunch now. On the east side, everybody has free lunch. They just do it. <laughs> they just do it. Even if you don't need it, they just, they just do it. It's true. But here's the thing. We used to get, you know, uh, free lunch when we were in high school. Okay? We used, to, we used to do that. And they would give you a little, it was on your school ID card. They, they would scan it. A lot of our friends, they would just bring cash. Who bring cash? And they they asked us because they saw a swipe in the card. They said, How come you always you don't have to pay for your food? You know, how come you get that for free? And I was like, Well, man, my mom, she's crazy. She she lied on the application, she told them that we were poor. She told them that we were poor, but we're really not. But that's just my mom, man. She just she's crazy like that. You know? Feel inadequate. Feel inadequate. Everybody deals with inadequacy. I remember, you know, early years in preaching. I started preaching when I was 19. Feel, feel inadequate. Didn't measure up to other people that would speak. They, they seemed to have a better confidence. They seemed to have a better flow. They did better. I struggled just to put a message together. I remember when I was 19, I was going to preach my first Sunday in Stockton. Man, I had like five different sermons. Because I just didn't have I didn't know which one to do. I was I was I was a wreck in my early years. You know, the the anxiety of of standing up and ministering was so bad. You know, I would I would feel panic. I couldn't sleep the night before. How many know what I'm talking about? You know, you, you just you feel you feel sick. You don't feel like you don't feel like doing it. You're like, man, why am I even doing this? And this is this is what the the things that that I would deal with. I I didn't feel like I measured up. And when you don't feel like you measure up for something. You have this this conversation in yourself. You may not tell other people, but you have this conversation in yourself that, you know, maybe I'm not called for this. Because if I was called for this, then it would be much easier. If I was called to do this, I wouldn't deal with this anxiety or I wouldn't be Dealing with this fear. I would, just, I would just be cool. I would be able to, to just get things done quickly. I would be, be okay. But I wouldn't be struggling with this anxiety. But that's a lie. Because when we look at God's word. Even the apostle Paul struggled with feeling inadequate. Now here's the good news for, in, for the inadequate folks. How many inadequate folks you got? Right? Alright. We, there we go. You came out. You didn't come out earlier, but now that I use my story, man, I don't have it all together. Okay, we're I'm there with you. We're there. I have some few straddlers that I'm all that man. I don't worry. But we're not talking to you today. We're talking to everybody else. Okay. good news is that God uses inadequate people. God uses inadequate people. You you ever look at, at Gideon, you look at the story of Gideon, God called Gideon to be a warrior, right? God calls Gideon to deliver a nation, to be a warrior. But Gideon felt inadequate because of his background. He starts talking about where he came from, starts talking about his family. You know, a lot of times your past, your background or where you came from can make you feel inadequate. How many know what I'm talking about? Some of you grew up on the east side. You grew up in the hood. You still got that hood mentality. You think that you can't do certain things. You've got a poverty mindset because you you grew up on that broke street. You you still broke in your mind. You still feeling like you can't do what God has called you to do because of your past or your background. And God needs to break that off of your life. Jeremiah felt inadequate Because he was too young. He was inexperienced. God wanted him to be a prophet to the nations, but he he was too young, so he felt inexperienced. You ever feel inadequate because you don't have experience in something? Right. You have the desire to do something, but you just won't do it because you you don't have the experience to fall back on. Then we look at Abraham, so so Jeremiah felt too young. Then we look at Abraham who was called to be a father of nations and he was old and, and he felt inadequate because he felt too old. So age can make you feel inadequate. Time, when a certain amount of time has passed and you feel like things are too late, they haven't happened for you at this point in life. So, because so much time has passed, you don't you, you start to feel like it's too late. So time can make you feel inadequate. Let me ask you this. What are you supposed to be doing in life, but you aren't doing because you feel inadequate? What is, what's causing you to feel inadequate? Is it, is it your your past? Is it your age? It's because. Things haven't worked out for you. Is it because you don't have money? There's things that God has called you to do. Maybe you're supposed to start a ministry here, but you're afraid. Maybe you're supposed to start a business somewhere, but you're afraid. Maybe you're a young person. You're supposed to go to college, but you're looking at your family. They don't have money. So you're thinking, man, I'm just going to work a job at In-N-Out. What is, what is happening in your life? What are you supposed to be doing that you're not doing because you feel inadequate? You don't feel like you measure up. The Apostle Paul, look at what he says. We're back to 1 to, uh, Corinthians. He says, I stood before you. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation. I stood before you feeling inadequate. He says, I, 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 I stood before you feeling inadequate. Feeling inadequate and being inadequate Are two different things. Just because you feel inadequate doesn't mean that you are. You ever feel like you couldn't get through something but you made it through it? You ever felt like you couldn't overcome something, but you did? You ever felt like you couldn't overcome a problem just to overcome a problem? There are times that we feel like we're inadequate, but a lot of times that inadequacy is based more on a feeling rather than a fact. He says, I stood before you. What exactly is is he talking about? The Apostle Paul is is talking about a time when he went to go preach in Corinth and he, he stood before the congregation ministering, but he felt like he did not measure up. What's amazing to me is that even though he felt a certain way and he was filled with inadequacy, he still showed up. You know, there's times that you still need to show up when you don't feel like you measure up. There are times when you feel inadequate, like like you can't do something where it feels like you don't got what it takes. But you still need to show up. Do you still show up? When you feel like you don't measure up. Let me ask you that one more time. Do you still show up? Even when you feel like you don't measure up. There's too many people in life that, that, that they quit on you when they don't, they don't feel like they measure up. They, they quit on commitments. They back out on opportunities. They don't keep their word. They, 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 you can't depend on them to be faithful. They say no to opportunities. They don't strive for greatness. They don't step out of their comfort zone. Why? Why? Because they're led by inadequacy. Do you give up when you are feeling inadequate? Or do you show up by faith? There's some times you're going to just have to show up, folks. You, th- you think that the, the, the pastors that show up here and, and, and preach here, you think that we always feel confident? There are times that that I feel like I didn't pray enough. Or I don't know about I don't know enough about the subject. Or I don't I don't I don't have something together or or whatever reason there are times that you just don't feel like you got it together, but you still gotta show up anyway. Moses was called by God. We're gonna talk about Moses for a moment because Moses also struggled with inadequacy. Before he led his people out of Egypt, God had to lead him out of his inadequacy. And this morning, I I really feel like this this word is going to activate some people that have been sitting on the sidelines. That there's something that's going to shift in your life and you are going to start, you've been inactive in your calling. There's some things that you're supposed to do, but this morning God is going to lead you out of your inadequacy. That God is about to do something in your life to start changing some things because God's glory is going to shine in your life. So in in Exodus chapter 3, God calls Moses. We have Exodus chapter 3. I think we got on the screen, but we're not going to read it. But that's just what we're referring to about the time when God calls Moses. And God calls Moses to lead uh, the children of Israel out of bondage, right? They're, they're in bondage, they're in Egypt. And at the time, when, when Moses gets called, his resume is looking a little bit thin, okay? Because God wants him to lead a, a nation of about 3 million people out of slavery. But what's on his resume is leading sheep for his father-in-law. That's what he does. And now God wants to promote him into a new assignment to lead three million people. That's a big job right there. So what happens is Moses looks at God's assignment in his life and then he looks at himself. He looks at where he's at and the job looked too big for him. You ever you you ever in in a situation where the job looks too big for you? Where the assignment looks bigger than your abilities. So, so Moses, it didn't measure up to Moses. It, it didn't make sense to him because he did not measure up to the thing that God wanted him to do. Inadequacy is based on comparison. Inadequacy is based on comparison. When you begin to compare yourself to other people or you begin to compare yourself to the demand on your life, you start to feel inadequate. Here's, here's the thing. The problem with Moses is when he measured who He was against the assignment, he left God out of the equation. And this is what happens all the time, is, is we have people. They have a dream and a vision in their life, but they start to size up who they are. They start to measure their abilities. And they start, they look at that vision, they're like, well, you know what, I want to do that, but I'm, I'm not that smart. Well, I, I didn't go to school for that, or I, I'm not this, I'm not that. And you start to measure who you are without God in the equation. But see, when you grow an understanding of who God is, and you know God, you live with a different measuring system. Some of you are are living with the wrong measuring system right now. And that's why you don't feel like you can do anything. Because you've factored God out of the equation. You see, what happened is Moses didn't know God. Moses didn't have a relationship with God at the time. He didn't have a revelation of who God was. So he was operating in ignorance. And because Moses didn't know who he was, who God was, Moses didn't know who he was. See, you can't know who you are until you know who God is. Your identity issues have nothing to do with where you grew up or or the money in your bank account or your past or this or that. They have everything to do with the knowledge of God in your life. Because if you don't know God, you don't know yourself. And if you don't know God, you don't know what you can do. So you'll, you'll live life led by inadequacy and opportunities will come your way. God will open doors, but you'll say no, because you feel inadequate. When, when the heat gets turned up in your life and, and, and you feel like you can't follow through on things, then you'll quit because you don't feel Inadequate. You've got to grow in your understanding of who God is. We've got all these self-help books today. And you know what they have done? Is they have robbed people of knowing who their God is. Because there is so much emphasis on self-improvement. On self-awareness. But you can only improve yourself so much. Because you cannot know yourself. Without knowing God. So Moses responds to God's call with excuses. Excuses. When you are led by inadequacy, you will always make excuses. See, the Apostle Paul felt inadequacy, he felt inadequacy, but he was not led. By inadequacy, you can feel inadequacy in your life. You can feel it. You can you can be consumed with it at times, but that doesn't mean that you live from it. You got to be led by God. So let's let's look at the excuses of Moses. Uh, first of all, he makes the excuse. Uh, he says, "Who am I?" He he asks God. God tells him to to go to to Pharaoh. He says, "Confront the Egyptians. Do this and that." And then Moses says. You know, who am I that I should go? So he uses the excuse of not being good enough. You ever use the excuse of not being good enough? You don't feel good enough. Whatever reason, your past, background, color your skin, bank account, whatever it is, you don't feel good enough. Uh, He says, uh, he he asked God, what should I tell him? So I'm going to go to Egypt. I got to confront Pharaoh. What do I tell him? So People use the excuse of not knowing enough. Knowing enough. So I can't do that because I don't know enough. I won't tell that person about Christ on the street because I don't know enough. I, I, I don't know this. I don't know that. He uses the excuse of what if. He says, what if they don't, will not believe me? You ever use excuse of what if? Well, What if I try and it doesn't work out? What if I try and this fails? What if, what if I, I, I do this and, and, and things, you know, just fall apart? He uses excuse of not having abilities. He tells God, I'm a poor speaker. Okay, Uh, he uses uh, the excuse that someone else can do it better because he tells God, send somebody else. You ever use that excuse? Somebody else is better than me. Somebody else is better qualified. Moses seemed to think that his inadequacy and his excuses were going to give him a pass with God. And for all you excuse makers, I've I've been able to make plenty of excuses in my life. Ooh, man, plenty of them. But but here's the thing. God does not respond to your excuses. When you are called, you are capable. You need to understand that. If you are called, you are capable. You and your excuses. You need to understand that God does not excuse you because you have excuses. Your inadequacy does not excuse you. Tell someone next to you. Your inadequacy does not excuse you. Moses makes his excuses. Moses makes his excuses. I can't do this. I can't do that. Makes his excuses. He finally runs out of excuses. Tell someone next to you, you're running out of excuses. Running out of excuses. You know why? Because God has an answer for your excuses. God has more solutions than you have excuses today. So you can talk about everything that went wrong in your life. You can talk about who wasn't there for you or what hasn't worked out for you. But you need to understand that God has more answers than you have excuses. So in Exodus chapter 3 and 4. God tells Moses, he he assures him what he's going to do for him. He's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to send you my presence. I'm going to tell you what to say. I'm going to give you signs and wonders. I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm going to be your mouth because Moses stuttered. So he didn't feel like he could speak. So God tells Moses, I'm going to be your mouth. He even tells him he's going to send help. He's going to send his brother Aaron to to assist him and to help him. But you need to understand something, folks. For every weakness in your life, God has an answer. For every area that you lack, God has provision. God knows how to fill your gaps this morning. I said God knows how to fill your gaps. God is everything that you are not. God has it together even if you don't. You need to start showing up in life. Fulfill your assignment. Because God has an answer for your excuses. You know what? You need to understand this morning because some of you are feeling weak, like you can't do things. You need to understand that your inadequacy is your advantage. Your inadequacy is your advantage. Your weakness is your advantage. You know, we live in a world right now where where people try to hide Weaknesses. I'm going to finish up right here. Be patient. We live, we live in a world where people want to hide their flaws and their weaknesses. We got this Photoshop world, right? If you take bad selfies, you fix yourself up on Photoshop. You don't like your eye color, you could change that. You could give yourself blue eyes, you know? If you're, your, your hair is thinning out, you could add some extra hair. People won't notice, You know? When they see it, they be like what happened? You know. <laughs> what happened there? You know, you 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 need to slim down a little bit, you know? I need to slim down. You can you could you could use a tool on Photoshop make yourself thinner. Hide your weaknesses. Right? You could do all that. You can you you can you can hide the flaws. You you and the world says to hide your flaws, hide your weaknesses, because the world only celebrates strength. But in the kingdom of God, you have to understand that God works through weakness. Your inadequacy is your advantage. Look at 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, but he said to me, who's Paul talking about? Paul's talking about Jesus, a conversation he had with Jesus. He says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made what? Perfect and what? Weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will boast in my strengths. Or everything that I'm good at. No, no, no. He says, therefore, most gladly, I will boast in my weaknesses. That the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, check out the message version. Same scripture, different translation. Now I take limitations. How many got some limitations here? Five people, man. You just it's perfect church. I'm preaching to the wrong crowd this morning. How many people deal with some? You got some limitations, right? You got some limitations. Now I take limitations in stride, and with good cheer. He's like, I'm happy I got limitations. These limitations that cut me down to size. Abuse. You ever deal with abuse? Accidents, how about accidents? Opposition, bad breaks. You ever get some bad breaks in life? He says, I just let Christ take what? Over. And he says, and so the what? Weaker. The what? The weaker I get, the stronger I become. Come on, that should make you excited this morning. There is power in, the, in, in God's word. There is power. There. Your limitation is your invitation for God's power to work in you. Your limitation is an invitation for God's power to work in you. Stop trying to hide your weaknesses. Some of you are called to some huge things in this world to make such a big impact. The problem is you're too afraid. Everybody is called to ministry. I believe that. I'm called to be a Christian full-time, whether I'm behind a pulpit or I'm not. We're all called to full-time ministry, okay? Some people are called to five-fold ministry within the church, but everybody is called to something or someone or somewhere. But some of you, you're living beneath your potential. You know why? Because you're trying to hide your weakness. You're, you're trying to manage failure in your life because you don't want people to see that you don't have it all together. You're afraid to fail, you're afraid to try. You're afraid to take risk for God. You have it in your heart, but you don't have the courage because you're afraid. You know, courage isn't the absence of fear, folks. Courage is, is able to choose to be brave when you're afraid. And if you're waiting for the day when you're going to feel adequate, you're going to, you're like, oh, I'm ready to answer the call now. I feel adequate. No more fear. Woo, I'm good. You don't feel that anxiety anymore. You just suddenly, you just feel like super Christian. You got it together. You can speak in front of a million people and it's fine. It's all good. If you're waiting for the day to feel adequate, you'll be waiting your whole life because that day will never happen for you. You know that even Jesus when he went on the cross Jesus did not feel adequate to hang on that cross. Jesus got to a place where he wanted to quit on the purpose because he didn't feel adequate to fulfill it. And if Jesus felt inadequate. If Paul felt inadequate. If Moses felt inadequate. And they were still able to change the world. I know that you can. I know that you can. I know that you can, that you can do it. I know that God can do something in your life. question is are you willing to deal with the feeling? feeling of inadequacy not the fact because it's the fact is you are powerful in Christ the fact is you are anointed the fact is is God has, has made you more than a conqueror that's the fact you may deal with the feelings and stand before people and stand in opportunities. And you may not be able to sleep the night before. You may feel anxiety. You may feel nervous, but you understand that's only the feeling of inadequacy. But it's not a fact. It's not a fact. It's time for you to show up even though you feel afraid. It's time for you to... To show up. Somebody else in this world needs you to show up. The world needs you. There is an assignment that that, that God has called you to, but you need to show up. It's time to show up. It's time to stop making excuses. It's time to do what God has called you to do. Would you stand with me? Recognize there's power in inadequacy. when you don't measure up God shows up that's the greatest thing about being weak because when I don't measure up he shows up I can only stand before you today because I've said yes to God the reality is I'm not that good and I know it but I know that he's good I know that God is good and I don't have it all together But I'm not operating from my resources. I'm operating from heaven's resources this morning. This morning, you're more than adequate. I want you to just close your eyes, bow your heads for a moment. Some of you are living from inadequacy right now. You're not living the life that you were called to live. You're you're living beneath your potential right now. You're struggling because you want so much more for yourself, but you've got this internal struggle with not being good enough. Maybe you, you have a desire. Maybe you're a young person and God is calling you to go to college. Maybe it's master's commission. Maybe, maybe it's, it's a certain career path. Maybe you, you, you're here, you're an adult, you don't feel adequate to be a, a parent this morning. You don't feel adequate to be a dad, to be a mom. Maybe you don't feel adequate to start that business. Maybe it's a call that that you feel is on your life and you're not showing up to it because you feel inadequate this morning. You've been led by inadequacy, but you need that to be broken off your life today. You're ready to go to the next level with God. If that's you, I just want you to just don't hesitate. Just come up here. We're going to pray with you because some of you are at a crossroads. You're at a crossroads. There's things that God wants to do and activate in your life. But he's got to lead you out of your fear first. He's got to lead you out of your inadequacy. That's you as a worship team plays. I just want you to step out of your seat. We're going to begin to pray with you. And we're going to pray that you would choose faith over fear. I'm not saying that your fear is going to go away today. But God will impart a supernatural courage over your life. Where fear will no longer dominate your life. Come on. If that's you, you need to step out of your seat. You're not fulfilling the call of God. You're not fulfilling the assignment. You keep making excuses. You you keep waiting for the day when you're bolder. It's never going to happen. You need to come forward. Let's, Let's pray for you this morning. Come on. Let the King of my heart Be the mountain when I run, the fountain I drink from. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.